ideas, stories, characters, scripts. Please make this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another Please Make This mini-sode. My name is Laura Petro, uh, and I have a very special guest joining me today for this mini So Please introduce yourself now, very special guest. Hello, I am Maggie Gates, best friend, pseudo-roommate, also other podcast host to Laura Petro, and I'm very excited to be here today. Yes, Maggie's an absolute icon. They have done mini-sodes with me in the past. Uh, we're going to dick around, uh, and boy, we have, I have a really... <laughs> good idea for this mini-sode uh and it's just it's just we're gonna watch um fear street part three 1666 on netflix which is netflix is newest installment yes it is a three-part movie series that's been coming out every week Mm -hmm. and Maggie and i watched the first one together we watched the second one separately and now we're going to watch the third one together and talk about our just thoughts on the series as a whole. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, before we dive into this movie we're about to watch, um, let's talk about uh, the other two we've watched. So we had Yay. Fear Street Part 1, which was 1994. My birth year. And my birth year, too. This oh is what, that's why we're best friends. This is it. Yeah. You're the uh, dog. You're the dog. Woof, woof. That's what we say. <laughs> Um, so, and then there was, uh, part two, which was 1976. Yes. Um, which just begs the question, also, if it was 1994, 1776, and then 1666, why don't you think they did 1996 for the first one? I don't, as in, turn it around and have 1666 be the first one? No, no, just have the year as 1996, since then all the years would end in six. Oh, I don't know. Right? Okay. Is it 76 or am I making that up? Is it a different year? Maybe it's 78. I'm not sure. I I thought it was a different year. Maybe it's not 1776. It's definitely in the 70s. 1976. I keep saying 
And since it was so fun. It was just so much fun. And I yeah. love that because I feel I love a good summer. The like we're all stuck at camp and we're all kind of horny, but uh oh, something's wrong here. Yeah. Um, and I think it also took me a second when we watched the first one. Cause I know we just like pressed play and I was like working on something else. Yeah. And then they finally I realized they were like making a call on a landline phone and I was like, why aren't they just texting somebody? And then like we finally ended the, the finally somebody said like the year and I was like, oh, oh, this is a period piece. Okay, that makes sense. It is really interesting <clears throat> that they are going backwards. Right? So listeners, they are going backwards with how we're learning about this world. Because the big thing in the 1994 movie is these killers are kind of like Freddy Krueger because they don't exist yeah. they're not physical beings they're legends you can't that, kill them. That, that have come to life yes you can't kill them uh, and these kids are trying to figure out a way to kill them obviously but we don't get the full logic of like why these killers exist until the second movie and then we get more answers but now we have to wait till the third movie to get our final answers of like how this whole thing started why the witch exists because uh, yeah. the second movie was really cool in explaining why the axe man exists yeah, so all of these killers will come after one person whose name is etched into the witch's stone. Yes. And essentially, I don't know if that's picked as her victim that later becomes a part of her army, but it kind of seems like that. Yeah. Because Samantha is the first one picked in the first movie, and they are trying to kill her, obviously, and things kind of... She loses friends who try to save her, and... It, at the end, she becomes like like she's trying to she's, she's trying possessed. To get girlfriend. She's yeah, possessed. she's possessed by the witch at the end, and I think that's why it's so enthralling. It's the same logic as why Nightmare on Elm Street is so captivating because you're you're constantly wondering how are these people going to get out of this? Yeah. Like how are they going to fix the problem? What do you do when you can't run away from these people? Because they're always going to find you. Yes. And you can't kill them. Because they're not real. They're and hypothetical. They're real, but they're not. That's you know. a little bit what they're trying to figure out in the second movie. The yeah. Boys favorite in the camp scene. Yes. Because there is one girl who has survived the witch. Yes. The twist at the end was insane. Oh, my God. I was okay. not expecting that. Listeners, just spoilers. If you want to watch this series, do it. Uh, but Maggie and I are going to just... Not we're going to tell you everything that's happened because Maggie and I also haven't talked about the second person part in person yet. Yeah. But oh my god, the twist at the end of the second movie. So first movie ends, most of the people are dead. There's two people left, and then there's what's her face who's now possessed by the witch. Sam and is Sam, yes. the girlfriend of this other girl who's trying to save her, and there's this woman C Berman who is the only survivor. And the second movie opens up on her. She's got like a lot of clocks. She's writing down crazily it's happening again it's happening again it's happening again yeah and her name starts with a c so we get a flashback into telling the story of how she came to being yeah. crazy and we have the girl from stranger things and her name is ziggy and yes. her sister's name carly i thought it was cindy maybe oh it is cindy i thought it was carly so cindy. you think the sister's gonna be you think so yeah you think this is is, is c berman yes. she's not and then you find out ziggy's name is christine and you freak out because I was like, oh, my God, it was Ziggy the whole time. Yeah. Um, and it, it was so, I really do just like the frame of this movie. It was so cool to have them explain this legend and then we get to see it. Yes. Like, I, I really think this is just such a good franchise. And and I don't know why I'm so impressed that I'm like, wow, they're releasing, like, a whole movie franchise in three weeks 
Even though it's just like, it's the same thing if they did like a season of a show. Yeah. But for some reason, this feels more impressive to me. It's pretty <laughs> cool. And the fact that it takes place over different time periods. And yeah. I have to say, though, the second wasn't my favorite of the series. It, what That doesn't take away from how good it was. Because the idea of a camp built on an old witch burial ground yeah. is so scary. It's so scary. So good. It's so... Such a good idea, because I feel like so many times in horror movies we see, like, there's this big legend, mm-hmm. and now we're going back and explaining the legend? Yeah. Like, that's so cool. Like, I'm I'm really invested in this franchise. Yeah, and there is a little bit of a rivalry between basically what are, like, the private school people and the public school people. Yeah. Um, like, wrong side of the tracks plot line. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the witch only goes for... Um, the Shadyvale, the, the public school people yeah. in killing or yeah, possessing. Shadyvale? Is that it? Was Sh- it Shadyvale? There's no, Sunnyvale. Sunny, sunny side and, and Shadyvale. Vale. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, so there's two sides. Um, yeah, and it seems like Shadyvale is cursed. Yes. Sh- or Shady side. Shady. Shady. Vale. Whatever the Shady side of the Shadyvale. The, they're cursed. And it's because their town was built on top of where all of this destruction and chaos yeah. in 1666 took place. Yeah, and I'm excited to see what happens. But boy, there's just so many layers to this. I am too, and very interested in how they're going to do this, because the second movie ends with, to end this curse, you have to connect her hands, which, quote, still has a grip on the land, to her body. Yeah. And the lesbian, I literally don't remember her name, the lesbian who's not possessed, not <laughs> Sam, um, connects it, and then she gets teleported back in time to 1666, and yeah. she is the witch. Yeah. So, so I don't know what we're gonna happen. we're gonna find out. I just I can't emphasize enough that like it's so cool to watch all these layers unfold. Yes. And it, it was very cool to see like there is this main monster who's creating more monsters, mm-hmm. and the fact that we saw the Axe Man, and you know the first movie 1994 is focused a lot on the witch. Yeah. Um, and we saw the Axe Man, but then to understand that Tommy in the second movie, he how he became the Axe Man mm-hmm. that we see is just it was so cool. Um, and I was just gonna say something else, but I forgot my train of thought. Well, let's watch it. Let's do let's it. Come we'll back. come back and we'll recollect our thoughts. Let's Yay! do it. Oh my gosh, okay. great. Okay, listeners, we'll be back in a little bit. We can end the curse. For Shady Side. What the hell? You see it now. Sarah! The devil has come to feast on our misdeeds. And his darkness grows within each of us. Sarah Fear, you know nothing good comes from those woods after sundown. And we are back (laughs) from watching part three. Part three of Fear Street, 1666. 
Yeah. My wow. heart is pounding. This it was stressful. Like, and that's like the thing. There's just so many layers to this series. Yeah. So it's just I feel like we're both still processing just everything that we've seen and learned. Because finally we've gotten an explanation for everything. Yeah. <laughs> but boy. Wow. I was really stressed. I was standing up for a little bit because I couldn't sit down. Um, I just gripped my face just so much. I know. And what's not worse, but it's a three-part movie Mm -hmm. series, so it's already been six hours long. And they did that thing that the Marvel Universe does where they have credit scenes. And it, it seems like they're setting it up to have more movies. It seems like, yeah, the, the the ending cliffhanger made it sound like there is a now a person in 1994 who's going to make a deal with the devil. It's kind of fun because it seems like it's like a series that could, well, I was going to say go on for a while, but since it's like every decade, sort mm. of a generational like death thing, they really could run with it. Honestly, they could go back and just like tell the stories of the other people who have died. They could dive into Ruby Lane. They could dive into the Milkman. They could dive into the Nightwing Killer. yeah. They, they have a lot of ground to run. Yeah. On. And it's interesting because I knew this when I was reading about it, and then the credits reiterated this. So this was based off of a book series by R.L. Stein called Fear Street. Oh. But I don't know how much of the books, per se, were factual with what we saw. Do you know how many books there were in the I series? I have no idea. Wow. <laughs> I can look it up right now. R.L. Stein did Goosebumps, right? Yep. He really branched out. I mean, I've heard a lot of R.L. Stein's stuff have been ghostwritten, but oh. it's a teenage horror fiction, fiction series. That's why it, it took place in the 90s, because it was from 1999 to 1995. Interesting. Um, well, this one was fun, too. I guess I will talk about it while Yeah, while well, I'm looking this up. Um, because, as we were saying previously before we started watching this, it starts in 1666, but then it shifts to being the part two of 1994. Yeah. How many books are there? 17. Wow. That's a lot. Oh, geez. And that's the thing. I don't know if... Uh, sorry, also just in that Googling, it was like, Fear Street Part 4, will there be another one? I feel like there has they're to like, be. I feel like, honestly, if this does well, there will be. But mm-hmm. Netflix is also like, even if people like it and they feel like it's not doing well enough, they might not. But I think people should... This is something I would recommend people watch. Yeah, yeah. This is... And it's not scary. No. I mean, there were... There's parts that are, there's parts that are creepy. Creepy. There are jump scares, but more so than anything, it is stressful. It is yeah. a slasher movie that is fun colors. Yes. Stressful. Stressful and gory. Gory. Oh, yeah. It is. Very gory. It is really gory. Um... Yeah, and I feel like, I really do like that this third film, I think, wrapped up a lot of the questions I had. Yeah. Because I think in my head for so long, I thought the Ruby Lane killer was the witch, the person who plays the witch. Yeah. Because they look very similar. They're but, both pretty yeah. white girls with brown with like brown, hair. With like, yeah, dark brown hair. Yeah. And they're about the same height, too. Um, but I feel like it makes so much more sense now because in the first movie I was like great there's three killers and by the end of the second movie I was like there's more killers and now I was like oh okay we get that they were sacrifices yeah and they become killers and that's why there's so many of them yeah yeah yeah. that's what the first half two of 1666 obviously it was gonna go back and explain it but this man is essentially made a deal with the devil and all he had to do was just get rid of a shady cider 
every so often, every few years. Maybe it's, like, when he wants something new. Yeah. But it was basically to, like, hoard wealth to the rich part of the town. Yeah, and to, like, into his, especially his family. Yeah. Um, which I thought that was a good twist. I'll be honest. I thought it was a good twist that the witch actually wasn't the witch. Yeah. Uh, and that it was actually like a long blood oath with a family is deal with the devil. The fact that it went on for 300 years, did they have to like communicate it to every single person born? Well, they said it was, that? it was always the firstborn son and that's like, they had a really quick montage. You, you might've missed it. It was like the, a quick montage of the parent with the son handing off the book and they were both wearing cloaks and that's kind of how they ex- explained that like this was passed out from generation to generation. It kind of sucks that none of them wanted to stop the cycle. They were like, you know what, this might not be the best. Yeah, thing. it kind of fucked up that one of them was not, not in 300 years, not a single white man was like, maybe this isn't the best idea. Also, that and the fact that Nick Good's like aspiration to power was he's like, I want to be the city sheriff. Yeah. If I have the devil on my side, well, I want to be a rock star. Well, no, he wants to be the city sheriff so he can write off all the killings. Oh, that's pretty smart. Yeah. That's pretty smart. I would have probably gone, like, a Jennifer's body route and been like, I want to be a rock star. Yeah, that's fair. And then people would be like, why are all these killings happening? And people would investigate, and then you'd, you'd probably sacrifice more people. Oh, yeah, but, for sure. You could just look them up in, like, God. the yellow pages in a different city. Um, The one thing I will say I did not like about this movie is when we did do the flashback... They subbed in all of the actors we've seen so far as different people as the villagers. That was in shady and shady and shady side. Because I get that it was the I still don't remember who that actress's name was. I don't the main character. Yeah, I do not know her name. We don't know the main character's name. Um, But we know Sam's name. Yes, and I don't know the brother's name either. Not that I realize it. I don't know. The main character subs in for Sarah Fear, and it would have made more sense if she just was interacting with the villagers at the time. And Nick would have been yeah. subbed in, too. Yeah, so it, 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 it was confusing because we were supposed to understand that when the main character returns the witch's hand to the witch's corpse, body, bones, bag of bones, um, that she's seeing... Seraphir's story through the eyes of Seraphir, but she is Seraphir, and that's how she's like seeing it. Mm-hmm. But I think it would have just we could have just explained that she's seeing this entire story, but just have it be Seraphir because it got weird to be like have all of these people suddenly here, and they're not all different people, but they're not necessarily in the same families because Solomon. Same family as Nick Good. Makes sense. Same family, yeah. Yeah. But nobody else is in the same family. That was the only one that made sense. I think bring Nick and then bring the main protagonist back. Then I would have been like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe, because like they were occasionally shuffling between protagonist and Seraphir actually being there. Yeah. I think they should have flipped it and had it more Seraphir and like kind of kept re-explaining that, yep, the protagonist can see this right now. yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. I would have probably streamlined the process. Very fun, though. Seraphira, it was very fun. Seraphira was also a lesbian. When yeah. She, um, we love representation. Oh, uh, we love when we find out that gays aren't all that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really paint her well. But she was just a scapegoat, as we know. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's still a bummer, because I remember when we watched the first movie, I was like, maybe they'll figure it out, and these people will get to come back to life, because we are following those five kids through it and I loved them all so much and then three of them died like back to back to back um no the first movie was ruthless yeah and then and then at the end we just saw like the 
in memory of on the school sign. And I was like, oh, so they don't get to come back. They really are just like dead. dead. Like yeah. dead, dead. I don't know how that one girl could have came back at all though because they put her head through the cake slicer yeah so she she would have been duct taped <laughs> you just duct tape it they're like all right brand new god yeah unless it's like some weird magic thing happened where it like regenerated to like a week before absolutely something like that i mean I, they could if they found a good way to explain it i would have believed it because so much wild shit was happening in this film series so much but it was very succinct i didn't yeah i think i knew half the time where it was gonna go and then i didn't but how they wrapped it all up was like very clean yeah it like was really clean like this was a very good horror movie franchise because they really did tie up their loose ends they did really they well. really really did because well we got to see all the monsters and now they're their whole Yeah, we know why the monsters exist. And then knowing that they were separate from Seraphir as, like, Solomon, the whole goods family's, like, minions. Yeah. To be called upon to go after one person who was kind of, like, taking down the system. Yeah. That was nice to know. Yeah. That was good. I did, like, at the end when Nick touches the whole devil's, um, whatever that, like... pile of goo. Heart? Yeah, it was, like, it was, like... This really big oozing pile that was pulsing. It was kind of like a heart, but it was black and goopy. Yeah. But it was breathing and pulsing. And then all of the victims came back to, like, haunt him, and he got stabbed by the main girl. Because I love the idea of, like, you can't own or control evil. Yeah. I Even if you try that. to, it doesn't work. Even if you try to, it Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else, but again, I uh, slipped my mind. I want to do um, a fuck, Mary kill. Yes. With people in this movie. Let's do. Of the killers or of the I think cast? maybe we can, I think maybe a mix of both or either or, or both. Um, let's do Solomon. Okay. Tommy Slater. Nice. And who would a good other person be? Oh, and um, the skeleton man, David, from the first When you say movie. Solomon, you mean Cypress, the guy without his eyes? No, Solomon, um, who the guy who made the deal with the devil, the guy, oh, the hot okay. guy, yeah. Okay. Um, I, Tommy scares me. Yeah. I think I would have to kill him yeah. because we didn't get enough of him hey, We didn't, person. exactly, to be like, I like him. So I think I would kill him. Immediately. Yeah. He's a terrifying killer. And he was terrifying in the, when he was recast in the 1666 version. Yeah. Yeah. I I would probably I would probably have to marry the night school guy. Yeah. He seems the least threatening. Yeah. And, you know, he was goofing around with Nighthawk in the beginning. Yeah. He seems like as a person, he was probably like He's good. probably pretty good. Yeah. I that, fuck Solomon. Solomon's really I would, We would fuck Solomon. I agree with that exact sentiment. It's just like, I would love to fuck Tommy Slater, but I feel like I would be afraid of him the whole time. I don't know. He's just so scary. Like, he was so nice as a, in human form yeah. in, the, in the part two, but boy, he switched quick. I think, okay, and then I have a good counter question to yes. that. Yes. Because he ran so fast, he was one of the scariest killers to me. Who do you? Who would you have been the most afraid to get murdered? Oh by? my god! Okay, I'm, and I think I just I I don't like children killers. The the child with the bat and the weird mask. Yeah, that's fair. He's pretty scary. Um. Oh yeah, let's do most intimidating, least intimidating character. Okay. Um. I also think. 
the Nightwing, the one with the, like the spooky welding mask. I think he's pretty scary too. I thought he was pretty scary too. Yeah. I feel like I would have felt him, Cyrus, just because Cyrus gorged his eyes out. Yeah. That's very scary to me. And the kid are the three ones that I'm the most afraid of. Cyrus is really scary too. Yeah. Also, I guess the milkman with his face burned off is kind of scary, but I, I think yeah. he would be farther. And if, to if it. we made a spectrum. We could make a, a, a graph of the most intimidating to, like, a gradient. Who is the most intimidating to the least intimidating? Easily, I would want to be murdered by Ruby Lane because she's fucking hot. We, and uh, she sings. I'm going to be honest. It's kind of fucked that there's one female character and they did sexualize the shit out of her. Yeah, there's no other female killers. No. There aren't. Maybe it's because they want to, like, sacrifice women. But still. Yeah, I mean, Nick said fuck it. He sacrificed Samantha. Yeah. But then, but she didn't get to become a killer. I know. I wonder what her thing would have been. Yeah. I, we didn't... Being gay. Being gay. She dresses in, like, leather jackets. Yeah. And like, oh, and here comes the lesbian killer. Yeah, that's, like, that's definitely something. I do feel like there is something not very intimidating, though, about um, the skeleton costume killer. Because he just looks so stupid at the end of it. You're like, he's just wearing a dumb Halloween costume. He's just, like, lanky. He's not really that Yeah. If he was him by himself, I'd be like, terrifying, weird creature with a knife. But lined up with Tommy Slater, who's like a lumberjack with a a paper towel encased around him. And then we have this creepy milkman who looks like he's been underwater for 12 years. Yeah, and then we have Nightwing, who's just this tall, dark figure wearing armor. Yeah. And then we have creepy kid. It's just like a skeleton costume can't really keep up with that. No. What do you think? What would your whole look be if you were one of the killers in this movie? Oh, my God. Because um, I feel like the killers are also kind of heightened by how they die. No, that's fun, yeah. In a way. Or I guess they become possessed first and that kind of becomes their thing. I want to die making mac and cheese and then wear the pot on my head like I look like I'm a your, Wisconsin Dells. Your thing is is when you enter the room you're slowly banging a pans like two pots together to clang and announce that you're there. Can I also have a pot on my head and it sticks out like I look like yeah. I'm someone who would be on And they go, mountain. shit, it's pan hands. <laughs> Yeah. I want to have a ball gown, too. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, because you're making dinner before your gala. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I would want to be a Girl Scout. Nice. Um, so I was, like, murdered selling cookies. And then I'm, like, some creepy Girl Scout in a Girl Scout uniform. And I have, like, um, ninja stars, throwing stars or something. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think I would want to get murdered by you then. Because it's, like, distance. Yeah. Because you could throw them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess mine is just bashing people's skulls. With yeah, I feel like you, you crush people's heads. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's pretty scary. Yeah. I don't think I'd want to die that way, though. I don't think I would either. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to be killed by Tommy Spears, Tommy Slater, though. Um, no, I wouldn't want to either. Because an axe? He also was merciless in how he killed Cindy in the second movie. Oh, my God. He was merciless with all his killings. He had to he just... So unhinged. <laughs> So it, unhinged. Because it wasn't like one. He just kept going off on her chest. Yeah. He just never stopped. He, he just hacked. He hacked and hacked away. Yeah. I mean, like, Cyrus would be another terrifying one because just, like, eyes scooped out is never fun. No. But I guess that would be c- pretty quick. Y- yeah. Because most just, of them He does the one, two. 
I, I would like to think if I was pan hands, I would work out a lot. So it's not like I'm constantly like. Oh, well, yeah. You'd also be like. I'd like to think like, whoosh, and then it's done. Yeah, exactly. You'd also be like possessed by the devil. Um, oh, so, so, would so you would be extremely strong. Like all those people are extremely strong. Okay. My knees um, creak all the time now. So not like, when you're uh, uh, a being, like a being of the devil. Oh, thank God. God. Yeah. I I feel like, I, yeah, I don't What's know. What's the deal you would make with the devil? Mine would be so my knees don't crack on the beauty bar dance floor. <laughs> Mine would probably be, I, if I was being responsible, I would get rid of my student loans. Yeah. If I was being, like, less responsible, mine would also probably be knee, creaky knees. I, I, I've always had creaky knees, though, even since I was a kid. I feel like there would be a con to it, because I want to just be, like, hyped up for no reason. Yeah. Because I'm like, all right, I would want to be an author, but then maybe whatever I write is still shit, but everyone loves it, because I have a deal with the devil. But then would the con be, like, people are a little too obsessed with me? Yeah. I feel like if, uh, if you were an author, you would have to write a book series about, like, all of these spooky killers that exi- that you've made. And people would be like, this series is so, so good. good. And it's so accurate. They're yeah. like, wow. I've seen this person kill people before. That would be pretty cool. Be you pretty could cool. sit on the book for like a year after they die, yeah. and then you're like, "So I wrote about fiction based off of this killer." Do you think in like the catacomb, cavern place where all the killers spawn from, they have like a, like a holiday party that they all hang out in this weird cave? Yeah, I, I would like, like I would like to think that. they all hang out. Sometimes. A lot of them would have to be gay because there's only one girl. Unless, unless. It's like a Mormon thing. Well, yeah. And also there's like a kid there. So it's like that already weeds one out. Oh, that is true. Yeah. But, okay, I will say Khan, at the end, I thought every killer was going to be there. I did too. And they, and it, that wasn't the case. It was, we got most of them. I think they're still sitting on killers that we haven't, because that's 300 years. There's yeah. There's only eight killers over 300 yeah. years. Yeah. And we only saw, yeah, like what? I guess, is there only five? Well, there's the Milkman Nightwing, the Skull Dude, the Little Kid. Tommy Slater. Tommy Slater. Ruby, Ruby Lane. Lane. Cypress. Cy- Cyrus, Cyrus, yeah. There's only seven that we saw? Honestly, yeah, I think so. That doesn't make sense. Because even in the 70s, when they were all surrounding the tree, it was like the same amount. amount. Do you think... Hear this. They only can summon the killers with the highest, like, success rate. That there's a bunch of just... <laughs> maybe. Because we never see Cyrus. Yeah. That one would scare the shit out of Yeah, maybe, maybe Cyrus that. retired to the Hall of Fame or something. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you were the first one. You've done your 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 duties. Putting you in the museum in Omaha. Uh, yeah, he sits in the cavern and he just, you know, sips his coffee and reads his book and was like, man, when I was your age... Yeah, that is fair. I feel like Tommy would probably have the highest success rate then. Oh, absolutely. He just runs so That's fast. why he's always there. He's a loose cannon. And he's kind of hot. Before he was a killer, he was pretty Before hot. he was a killer. I did kind of like, though, when he was possessed, he kind of had, like, a detached look in the basement of the witch night. I yeah. thought he kind of looked good there. I was like, okay. Tommy's kind of hot. Look at this. Not, no not 1666 Tommy that wasn't actually Tommy. No. Um, there were he's all like, had, like greasy. Black for tea. Yeah, and he was a drunk. Um, but he had the best accent. That was the thing we didn't need to, didn't talk about. In the 1666 version, they all uh, encompassed colonial accents. But boy did they shift between the actors. Some amazing. Others, oof. The main girl just dropped it. She got she, bored. Oh my god, it was so funny. She would just would pick it up and put it down. 
as she could. I feel like she was definitely trying her very best, but I just don't think she was ready to do that dialect. I definitely think it was probably something like you said, where they cast him and they're like, oh, oh God, by the way, we forgot. We're doing a colonial one. And she's like, I can't really do that. Though. Yeah. Okay. I feel like they probably started, they're like, maybe we'll start in like the 1900s. They're like, what if, what if we did colonial pilgrim era? Let's do that. And everyone was just like, what? <laughs> We tested our own colonial accents a little bit during the movie, and mine falls between pirate and Irish. Yeah, so. mine also does that, too. But we also didn't have, like, months and months and months to practice ours. That is fair. That's like, these people, when you say that. Like, well, because think about it. Like, these people had, like, months and months and months before shooting this, and yeah. probably, yeah. Yeah. But it was, like, it was very just... I think it would have been different if they all maybe started picking up and dropping it, but since I think some were so good... Yeah. With the accents, it made everybody who was just fine <laughs> much more noticeable. I mean, at least some of them tried. The main girl did not Well, because, like, Solomon and Tommy Slater were the best. They were so good. Yeah. So captivating. And then, you know, you have uh, Carl, not Carly. Um, Sam? No, the, whatever. Cindy. Cindy, yes. Ziggy's sister. She only had, like, three lines, but hers were really good, too. Hers were good. But then it's just like, yeah, you had Sam and the other character who were just like, well, we're doing it. We're we're in, we're dressed accordingly. Yeah. What else I really loved about this movie, and I kind of hope like Netflix keeps doing this, but for most of the people who were the main people, they don't mm-hmm. have a huge filmography on IMDb. Yeah. Which made me really happy. I was like, oh, okay, they're doing great. Yeah, and they did do something which is really nice, which they they flipped the trope where normally in slasher movies there's, like, a POC character and they die pretty quickly. Yeah. And to have this kind of be led by the protagonist and her brother. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really great. It was really nice to be like, oh, and they and it never had to be like, well, one of them has to die. It was like, no, they both got to live at the end. And I thought that was really really nice yeah. <laughs> to be like yeah to, I think especially where it's like we already had to watch like one uh Ziggy watch her sister get murdered yeah um, we have them we have the interracial lesbians winning yeah we don't bury our gays we let our gays thrive in this movie and I well except for Sarah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes recipe's the first lesbian god you know yeah Sarah had to die so that homophobia Lydia could be cured, cured. 300 plus years later. Exactly. And that's the we logic. We ended it in 1994. I, it makes me sad to realize that there's probably no queer storyline in, in the book version. Yeah, that is kind but of there's, But there's also probably like no like sex or anything either. It was pretty seamless. Besides obviously the 1666, they're going to be like, girl, you're a witch. Yeah, there, um, there's it, a, you it, know, it, and it holds up for the most part. And also the other thing. point out that they were gay, which I loved. I yeah. Like, they're just living. They're like, who fucking cares? Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really great that it wasn't like led by the, uh, them being queer. They just no. were. Yeah. And like, uh, they're, like the girl's mom didn't like it, but it was the 90s. Of course the girl's mom didn't like it because of that. Oh, yeah. But that was only so brief. But there was yeah. also like a lot that went over that because didn't, was she also a Shadyville person? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I thought it was like, a, I don't want my sunny side. Um, like, it's Shadyville. Yeah, and it's like, again, like what we're saying, like for the most part, this all holds up. The only thing that didn't make sense is at the end, I really think they could have stayed behind the store crate and just waited. Like, I don't think the killers, the two new killers would have caught up to the catacombs in time. 
That is fair. He did pan the the brother did panic just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, again, it's like he didn't want his sister to die. So again, he's probably doing the right thing. Better safe than sorry. But boy, did I think he was not going to get out of that. He was running on adrenaline. There's six killers out there. Honestly, I imagine with like how little sleep they've gotten, like you would not be making the clearest of decisions. No. Like I feel like I would do the same thing where I'm like, I don't want them to kill Maggie. We have to go save them. And like the two rested people would be like, now let's wait it out. And I'd be like, we're going. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He also like just saw his love interest die too. So he's probably. Oh my God. Yeah. That was really sad. That was really sad. They all need to do a little stint in um, a mental hospital for their own sake. Honestly. Yeah. I was thinking about that a lot. So much. Like after like whatever, like weeks they, they did this. To feel like, you know, like, you're maybe, like, two years later, and you're on a college party, you're hanging out, and then you start suddenly, like, ah, yes, remember my hometown, where I watched a bunch of people die? You really couldn't go to a lot of college parties, because, like, yeah, there you, was so much neon, there was how, Yeah, there'd be so thing. much triggering, and it's just, like, I also just think about Ziggy's character, who's just, like, throwing away her entire life just living in fear. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was really, like, it made me really sad to, like, think they, about that. Would they come for her anymore? I, I feel like they might not. I don't think so. Because I feel like, I think, I don't know how. Because Nick kept saying he wanted her to live. Since yeah. He her, but she's probably just paranoid and stressed. Yeah. Well, no, because maybe, was her name ever on the wall? I, no. I don't think it was. Tommy Slater was, and I think she was in their way. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's another thing that wasn't fully explained. All the clocks? Well, all the clocks, and also, was she on the wall? Uh, or, yeah. like, would they still be chasing her? Yeah. Or did they be like, oh, okay, she got to live, fine. <sighs> poor girl. Yeah. Now she's free. And uh, maybe... Unless there's a part four. The poor girl, if she didn't survive a part four. <sighs> I hope she, like, gets a good public speaking job, though. Like, one of those people that goes to high schools and gets to talk to, like, students and be like... So when I was a kid, a bunch of uh, um, devil-ridden serial killers in weird creature costumes yeah. murdered me and my sister, and I lived to tell the tale. Yeah, it'd be a lot of the moral of the story, don't live in fear. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Wow. <sighs> but I'll, honestly, all in all, I would watch this again, and I would be interested to watch it backwards. In, backwards. So start with 1666 and go to the 70s and then the 90s. Would you, I feel like you would have to pause between when it shifts You're right. from 1666 to part two, two of Yeah, you'd watch 1666, then the 70s, and then you would watch 90s part one and two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting. I, we should do it sometime. We should do it sometime. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm still feel like I'm processing so much. I am too. I'm also like weirdly on edge, and maybe it's because we watched it at night and I've just been stressed a lot lately. That could be it. But I'm like, hmm, maybe I should sit down and read a book with pictures. I love that. Thank you. I think I'm gonna watch Love Island after this because I feel like I need something to like dull my senses. Yeah, I agree. I I am like a peak <gasps> after you watch a horror movie. Yeah. Like I'm twitchy. Yeah, so listeners, if you're taking away anything, if you're gonna watch this series, just know you'll be thinking a lot about it. Not in like a way of like, oh, I'm scared to be home right now. Just in like kind of like a, I watched a lot of horrific things on my screen today. Yeah, that is true. That's it. Well, do you have any closing thoughts before we wrap this mini soda? I don't think so. It was just a good time, and yeah. I'm, I'm curious if they're going to do part four. Definitely also watch it with a friend. I feel like that makes it so much better. 
watch it with a friend. Yeah, because I watched the second one and I was like, damn it, Maggie's not here for me to ask questions. And it made me, so, it, like, it was still nice to watch, but I was like, it would have been nicer. Yeah. Yeah. So, listeners, we highly recommend you watch the Fear Street movie series on Netflix. You can watch all the first three movies back to back to back now. We waited a yeah. week in between each of them like they had come out. But we recommend it. And yeah, and that's been it for this Please Make This Mini-so. This is really fun. Yeah. We should do this again sometime. Oh, let's do it. All right. We're shaking right now. Shaking we're, hands. we're, yeah, we're both going to drink just pour cold water on ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this mini-sode. Again, I've been Laura. I'm Maggie. And we have another podcast called Yowie yeah, Reddit that we would love for you to check out. Uh, but also, please make this really appreciate you listening to us. And if you can or choose to, you should rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on wherever you listen to your podcasts because we're everywhere. And also follow us on social media. On Instagram, we're at Please Make This. And on Twitter, we're at PMT Podcast. And on TikTok, we're also at Please Make This. Yes, you are. But yeah, we are. Thank you. I needed that validation. Uh, and that's been it for this mini-sode, go watch Fear Street on Netflix. Thank you.